Blog Talk Radio.
Hello and welcome to Journey into the Light Radio. I'm your host, Nick Wong, and we are live tonight for 90 minutes with my very special guest of the evening, medium Michelle Fletcher. Uh, she will be taking your calls tonight for free mini psychic mediumship readings. Uh, so go ahead and call in now if you would like to get on. Uh, the phone lines are stacking up quite a bit already. Uh, that number to call in is 929-477-1684. And uh, if you would like a reading, please press the 1 after you call in, or otherwise it's just going to show me that you are wanting to listen. So Michelle is my guest on here every Sunday, as I was saying, and uh, she is a very, very gifted uh medium uh, who does readings for psychic mediumship and uh, spiritual guidance and she's been on the show for the last decade now uh, and she is um, honestly probably the best uh, one I have heard uh, she's totally the first one I would recommend to anybody who's looking for a uh, connection to their loved ones on the other side looking for healing, you know, and uh, with the validations that she brings through her um, readings really, you know, gives you the comfort and lets you know that, you know, yes, they are still out there and yes, they are, you know, still with us, even though we can't see them with our physical eyes. And um, so, you know, and I know, as I've said before on this show, you know, back when my father, the former host of the show, passed away early last year, uh, you know, Michelle really, really, really helped me a ton during that time. And, you know, she's been helping guiding me, you know, on and off through the years before this. And so we really are honored and very glad that she is with us each Sunday and uh, takes her time to uh provide the comfort and healing to y'all as well and so uh so whether this is your first time listening tonight or if you've been uh following the show for the last many the last many years uh we welcome you back and we are glad that you are here uh you can also chat with us in the chat room on the show page on blog talk radio journey into the light and uh, links to uh, find out more about my guest tonight or to contact her for a private reading is in there, as well as a link to follow me uh, on Facebook uh, for show updates. And so uh, we will be taking your calls tonight, and we will be bringing Michelle on shortly, right after this little break on Journey into the Light Radio.
And we are back here on Journey into Light Radio. And uh, as I was saying, my guest tonight is Media Michelle Fletcher. And uh, we are, you know, one of the reasons that I uh, do this show personally myself, uh, besides my dad who had done the show for about nine to ten years, is, um, you know, uh, Michelle, you know, she's really, as I was saying, has helped me along my journey and had really helped me a ton whenever my father passed away uh, with, you know, very, very validating uh, messages of healing that only I would know. And, uh, you know, all from the highest places of love and, you know, light and uh, everything positive. And so, you know, so this is kind of, you know, my way uh, personally as my part of the show kind of, helping and giving back, you know, uh, and trying to, you know, I know there's tons of other people out there who, you know, went through incredibly hard loss, you know, uh, themselves, whether it was a parent like myself or, you know, another family member or, uh, you know, the list can go on and on. And so, um, so yeah, so, uh, we're very glad that this show is still going and, um, So now let's go ahead and bring on my guest for the evening. Welcome back, Michelle. Hey, good evening. How are you? Hey, doing well. How's your week been going? Going good. Trying to stay warm. Right. Yeah. uh, I uh, just saw on the news earlier today uh, that the north and the northeast were – as far as wind wind chill temps uh this week is gonna be really, really cold, like negative thirty five in some places. Yep. I was like, Wow. A polar <laughs> polar vortex. Yeah, right. I am in it. Oh. It's so cold and I don't I've never been in that cold of weather before. So yeah, I'm they, they're... my electric blanket. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but they were uh, they were saying you know like history record low temps and yeah. I was just like wow, couldn't believe it. And, uh, since since um, 1996 was the last time it was this cold here really? in the Midwest. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I've always said there's no cold too cold for me, but uh, that might just do it. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, and it. And it's interesting, uh, almost like a couple hours after I had saw that, I was also reading something and I thought it was uh, pretty interesting. And if you have anything to add or share to it, I'd be happy to hear. Um, But I, uh, you know, more on the spiritual, you know, side of it per se, um, you know, someone was uh, talking about how, you know, of course, everything is most everything is energy, you know, and positive and negative, et cetera. And, um, you know, and they, you know, someone was saying how, you know, uh, you know, if we give out negative energy, whether it's to, you know, others or maybe to like, you know, to the earth, you know, in some ways, mother earth, you know, that, uh, big natural disasters, as far as like earthquakes, tsunamis, tornadoes, you know, is almost like a way of, the earth, which is a living being itself, like releasing the energy or like back per se, or in so many words. 
Um, yeah. I mean, it's that's the theory behind law of attraction that like creates like. Um, so that that's a little that takes it a little bit step further with um, you know the consciousness. So if the you know if you have a large group of people or a state or an area that is exuding mass negativity then are you asking if that would create the um, natural disaster or is is it just the way that the earth is trying to um, rid it, rid from the consciousness or rid from the planet? Right. Yeah. I, I, well, I think the article itself was kind of saying like that was a way of the earth kind of releasing that negative energy away from itself per se, in a sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I, it's definitely all can. I I do think it's all connected. Absolutely. You yeah, know how yeah. how connected it is, how intricate it is. You know, I there's no way to really know. But right. I I think that I think it's actually when you have like a large group or a state or a country. You know, it's and they're, you know, um, down and out, like third world country, they seem to, you know, be attracted to these things. Um, right. I don't know. And so, yeah, I I agree. And, uh, you know, because I always, you know, I always, you know, definitely think there's a reason for everything, you know, and, uh, you know, so when you hear, yeah. like, you know, record this or et cetera, et cetera, and, uh you know, and also, you know, unfortunately, you know, uh, it has, you know, a lot of times when there is a big natural disaster like that, you know, I mean, it does, you know, bring people more together, you know, and it really, you know, yeah, reminds us of, you know, what's really important, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. And so, um, so yeah, yeah that's so, like so the that's, silver like the silver lining when it comes to natural disasters that people do come together and that's always a beautiful thing to see it's always hard to see the natural disaster and people suffering right. but then the silver lining is how they work together to um, fix and you know rebuild and they especially the little animals that suffer and people you know take oh, yeah. them in and rescue and I have a good friend today that I mean with these record temps you know, there, you know, there's suffering animals out there. And my friend mm-hmm. who spent a couple of days with me out at the ranch, she went home and when she got home, there was this adorable little black kitten, you know, crying, let me in, let me in. <laughs> so she, she took, she took him in and he, his, his ear is frostbitten. So that's going to fall oh, off, wow. but at least, at least now he has a home, you know, he's yeah, going to be okay. Yeah. yeah but I look out at the so. deer there. We have all kinds of wildlife and deer out, out there. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, how do they do it? I mean, I can understand like right. 15 degrees, 20 degrees, but when you start going into the negatives, like what do they do <laughs> to survive? I guess they're I know. Equipped, equipped for that. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, and I, on that map, I even saw, like, even as far south as, like, Des Moines, Iowa, was, like, negative, 
you know, upper 20s, and I was just like, wow, like, you know, when's the last time you've seen that? Um, but, yeah, yeah, very much so. And I remember here locally in Oklahoma back in uh, 2013, we had a we had a massive F5 tornado come through, and I was oh my living and working in the small suburb city that it had tore through. And, uh, and actually the, the house that I was living in at the time was like in the second row of the neighborhood and it had, you know, some boards fly through the roof, broken glass, et cetera, et cetera. But, the but the front row of the neighborhood was like totally down to the cement after the tornado went through, you know, that close. And, uh, you know, and I was at work at the time and I was just like, one mile north of where it had went, you know, and we were all like, you know, huddled into like, you know, coolers and back rooms, you know, and, you know, the phone service was disconnected, you know, and so it was a lot of like confusion, you know, like, where is it at, et cetera, et cetera. And um, so, yeah, but once it finally did pass, um, you know, they had like the National Guard, you know, in the city and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, tons of people like walking around. And so it was, you know, but I always, I always remember though that evening. You know, despite the horrible tragedies and you know all the homes lost, et cetera. You know, there was definitely a sense, you know, an energy almost of you know coming together, connectedness, you know, standing with one mm-hmm. another, you know, and so, so yes. Um, well, the but, um. I was um, browsing your Facebook, and there is one post that you did. I love your um, words of wisdom, and one of them says you'll be subconsciously. One of them says you'll be subconsciously drawn to people that validate your positive negative beliefs to end negative cycles, change your beliefs. So I just thought that was really profound, and I it's absolutely in line with what I think and feel, but. Um, you know, you have to go in and you have to adjust those beliefs, which isn't always easy because your mind is so conditioned, you know, years and years, a lifetime of believing a certain way. And then, so you actually have to, you can, when you start questioning your beliefs, then you start questioning your reality. And that can be a very scary place for some people because then you're in a state of cognitive, cognitive dissonance which is a psychology term where, um, you know, something happens, but you, you, you're conditioned to think that way your whole life. And then that's when you have to stop and make it mean something different or make it mean something else, but don't make it mean the same thing you've always made it mean. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, 100%. And I, um, you know, and I, when I, uh, first realized, you know, that per se, you know, uh, a couple years ago, uh, you know, and then I like looked at my own life, you know, and some of, you know, the, the patterns, you know, that I had, uh, seen, whether it was in, you know, relationships or the type of jobs I was getting or, you know, just, you know, whatever you could think of, different types of stuff, you know, and some of them that I weren't, wasn't, you know, the most happiest with, per se, um, you know, once I realized that and realized, you know, 
kept thinking back of, you know, different stuff, you know, uh, and then I, you know, kind of found out, you know, where all that came from, you know, and then changed it per se, you know, and then it's like it was no longer an issue, you know, per se, once I really, truly changed that belief and, you know, wasn't being drawn into, you know, more scenarios to validate that per se, you know, so, so, yeah. Yeah. And so Um, when you, when you start the process of awareness and awakening, you go through a phase of questioning your sanity because you're no longer in the same world that you were in before. You're no longer in the same reality. Right. So, um, so that's called, that's a good, so if you, if we have any listeners who are going through that process, you know, I just want to encourage them to, it's okay to feel insane for a little while. You know, I mean, I talk to dead people, so how many people tell me I'm crazy? Well, I know I'm not, and everyone's everyone's entitled to their own opinion. And but it's no right. matter what people say, I you know I am who I am, and and that's all there is to it. And so, right. um, Very much but so. you know, wake. So the ascension process is you know you do go through that phase of feeling out of sorts. Um, you when you start to awaken, you really don't know how to, you have to relearn, learn how to live in the world in a different way. And you may right. have to change friends. You may have to change friends or spouse or because you just can't relate to that person anymore because you've moved on or you've grown. So it's, it's very mm-hmm. hard. And that's, you know, a lot of Buddhists or um, people think that, you know, instantly you receive enlightenment and, and my, that's not how it was for me. And, and I'm not suggesting that I'm just this, you know, all-knowing, enlightened being. I'm suggesting that it's a, it is a process, and you don't just receive it, you know, in a blink of an eye. So it, it's, it's ascension. Right. And you know, and I, uh, you know, I totally agree with that. And uh, you know, I want. One last thing I'll uh, share with that is uh, kind of more on the the same topic, but kind of more on the philosophy side on it as well. I uh, once heard, which I thought was really, uh, uh, I thought sounded pretty good. Uh, you know, they were, you know, talking about like enlightenment and, you know, which can, I think, you know, a lot of words similar to that mean the same thing, but, uh, you know, you know, I was talking about how, like, you know, some Buddhist monks will, like, go out into nature and will just, you know, become one with their self and, you know, the universe and will, you know, go out there for, like, a long time until they, like, reach enlightenment, you know, and um, and I heard, you know, I heard someone say that, like, you know, once you're awakened or whether you're on your path to enlightenment or et cetera, et cetera, you know, like, you know, you were still given a life to live as well, you know, so it's almost like, you know, yeah. knowing yeah. the game, quote unquote, per se, and like playing it too, in a way, you know, like, yeah, knowing, yeah, being awake and still living the life as well, you know. Yeah, and, which is a great uh, book to write. <laughs> How, you know, yeah. life after life after awakening. Yeah, you absolutely still have a life to live and you have to live it powerfully. And I think once right. some, once a being attains 
an awareness or awakening, I I firmly feel that their position and their job in the world is to just be a stand for others. It's not even about teaching or lecturing or coaching, which are all the things that I do. It's it's more of a so your personal relatives, your personal circle, you're just a stand in you know, so when they're struggling with something, as painful it is as it is, we have to let go of the need to try to correct it, fix it, change it, and just allow them to go through whatever it is they need to go through to get to the next phase. And that right. can be very hard. Yes. Yes. And, uh, you know, I... Totally agree with that as we well. Sort of, and uh, we sort of uh, become bystanders, like like um, like Earth angels. We we just observe and watch and and just hope for the very best that the person that's struggling gets what they need. Because we also then remember when we had our struggles, and that was all a part of getting us to where we needed to be. So without those right. struggles, you wouldn't be get you wouldn't get to where you needed to be. Right. Right. Very well said. Uh, and so, you know, um, and, uh, the last thing I'm going to bring up real quick before we start getting into these callers, um, is, uh, was also wondering your, uh, take on it. Um, I, uh, was, uh, watching this, uh, news interview and uh this guy was being interviewed he was probably in his mid-50s and he was a he was a very very like you know intelligent guy like master's degree in college you know he could tell you all the you know all this you know book smart stuff and uh but the only thing uh is i guess per se is that he uh you know did not believe in the afterlife at all and he said that one of the things that made him really fear death was, um, you know, dying and then losing everything he had learned, you know? And, um, so, but, so, you know, basically, um, with, you know, readings I've done with like near death experiences and stuff, um, as research, uh, you know, uh, would you, would you agree or comment on, uh, your opinion on like when, each lifetime that we live, you know, the stuff we learn, the traits that we gain, you know, whether it be music or writing, you know, or knowledge of, you know, this world per se, uh, that we like carry with us into our next incarnation. If we can, if we reincarnate, you know, as like I they think, said, you um, know, Mozart. I think, yeah. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Oh, I was just saying, you know, like so, how Mozart was born and, you know, didn't have like any singing lessons and was like, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, he was just naturally brilliant. Right. Um, I, uh-huh. I think what I what I could compare that to is, um, so if you attain all of these gifts in this lifetime and then you you incarnate again you do have aspects of those gifts. You're, you, you do have to relearn it, but you have access to it. So if you were an opera singer in one life and then you reincarnated, you're, you're going to be drawn to want to sing. You may not be an opera singer again in that life, but, you know, yeah, you're going to 
you'll have a um, you'll be able to learn it fairly quickly again in the in the next life. So you, the right. energy still carries over absolutely. But you and but there so, is a learning curve. You don't just I mean except there are some special like circumstances like Mozart. He just knew. <laughs> Right. So and Mozart was, you know, he was a master as it was. So you know that, right. of course, he he's a, he's a master teacher. He was, you know, born to change the world with his music, and he did. So, right, very much so. And so, well, very well put. Uh, so we're about to start taking y'all's calls out there. Uh, the number again to call in is 929-477-1684 and press the one if you're wanting a reading tonight or if you are just wanting to listen, then um, no need to press that button. So uh, before we get going, Michelle, would you like to let uh, the listeners know anything before we get started? Absolutely. So I first want to thank all of all of the people that I'll speak to tonight and thank you for supporting the show. And Nick and I are here volunteering our time for you. So I just have a couple of requests and that is that you just be kind when you call in and respect and, and, and just show love and kindness to, to both of us as we are here to help you. And then um, you want to just state your name and where you're calling from and your, just one question. And then um, I may get other information in regards to your life as far as it may not even relate to your question, but then we will get to your question because that's calling and I want to make sure you get what you need. Um, but, you know, other aspects of your life or information may show up as well. And then um, also would like for you to validate. So if I hit on something that, you know, is really profound and, you know, let us know what that is because that's always very fascinating and, and very intriguing when I'm able to pick up something that there's no way I could have known. And that's um, actually the reason, that's what keeps me going in this work is uh, and makes me a believer is that it just happens again and again where I say something that, that I couldn't have known. Um, but then every reading isn't like that. It's maybe it's more generic or maybe, um, you know, just have an open mind and, and we'll just take it from there and that, and that's it. All righty. Sounds good. Very well said, Michelle. And, uh, callers, when I bring you on, please just state your first name, where, where you're calling from and your question for Michelle. Uh, so with that, let's go ahead and bring on our first caller of the evening, area code 212. You're on the air. Yes, hi, both of you. Happy New Year to you both. This is uh, Bryn from New York City. Hi, Bryn. Hello. How are you doing hi. tonight? Uh, hi. Oh, sir, I forgot your name. I, I knew your great father. Uh, what, what is your name? Uh, Nick. Oh, Nick. Nick. Okay, Nick. Yeah, I just wanted to remember your name. Hi, Nick and, and Michelle. Um, so, yeah, I, I was wondering if I could, if it's possible to ask for a message or any messages my guides want me to hear right now. Um, well, when I was listening to your voice, I was connecting to imagery of um, a lot of activity in your life, not, not physical, mental activity as far as work-related. Um oh. 
so that's all very positive. Um, and I have a, I, I do have somebody here, a loved one. It's not important that we figure out who he is, but this is he's sure. giving me the information. I'm an older male. And he, um, so it, he's basically saying just keep going, keep moving forward. I don't get any feeling like, oh, my gosh, you need to slow down, like you're overdoing it. It's nothing like that. It just seems like a very nice, easy pace for you and good for you. Um, um, a lot of art. Right. Uh, and I feel like the um, – we are, it's funny this is coming up because we're talking about Mozart, which I feel he was a master. Um, sure. You know, a lot of masters are incarnated into the world. And so when I say this, I, I am feeling like this is going to be incorporated into your work. Huh. Um, so as far as um, sensing and feeling master teachers that have been here and then somehow this is goes into your work into the art so, yeah now I don't know why I would be seeing this um, but I'm to tell you something about bubbles like I know that sounds silly um, like round circles orbs something of that nature is also incorporated into your work just okay um and kind of draw circles like to draw what a is yeah so just keep that figure in mind okay. um but now i'm kind of who is um um trying to make sense of this vision i'm getting like race car driving or uh -huh. um do you know why I'd be seeing that? <laughs> no, not really, but it's interesting. Um, like, like Remy, like, what is when you hit the gas pedal and it makes that sound? I just keep hearing that. Revving, revving up the engine. Yes. Revving it. Revving. Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah. Maybe that, maybe that's the symbol of where I'm at. I'm starting to rev up the engine, you know? Yeah. You know you know, and so, you're a much better interpreter than I am. In <laughs> fact, I tell clients I, I'm not the interpreter. I just uh, get you the information, and then you you figure out how it fits in your world. But that's uh, I am in re, I am resonating with your interpretation fully. Yeah, that's the first thing that came and that's, to me. That's another um, this elderly man that's coming in on father's side is telling right. me that, telling you to rev your engine. Okay. Okay. Do yeah. you know who this man is? Well, it it could be my dad, uh, or yeah. grandfather on my mother's side, or my father's side. You know, his father, uh, possibly. They're, they're all three of them have passed on. Well, the art it feels like it's coming from your dad's side. Okay. The artistic ability. Yeah, he was an actor. Um, he was a he was an actor. Well, that's that's the art. I mean, yeah, definitely right. the art. Yeah. But then now I'll, um, and I can't take too much longer with you, Bren. But then sure. there now yeah. I wanted to talk about your mom. Is she on the other side? Yes, she is. Yeah. 
Okay, because she's over here waving at me, and she's saying, no, no, it's on our side, too. You yeah, understand that, that you get it on? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. so you're yeah. <laughs> she's getting it on both sides, and she wants right. she, she wants credit. <laughs> We're credit <laughs> in two. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, no, that's true, Mom. You're right. <laughs> okay, and then what about, did she make bread? Do you understand baking and bread with her or grandmother? Yeah, grandmother made cooked and my mom cooked a little but yeah there was some bread making bread. the bread I mean I just and it's so funny because I made bread just a couple of days ago it was a complete uh-huh. flop oh. and I, I'm wondering <laughs> not, 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 not enough yeast <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened <laughs> yeah. but try 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 again I will try again yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> well it was a pleasure speaking with you oh, tonight thank you. And thank good, you. that was great yeah, yeah. Thank you for calling in tonight. You have a good night, all right? right? Th- th- thank you, Nick, right? Nick? Yes. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Thank you. Nick and Michelle. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. All right. Great reading there, Michelle. A lot of validation points there. And, uh, you know. Thank you. A lot of, you know, a lot of times, you know, uh, you know, when you were saying how the art, you know, how the mom was like, no, it was on our side too, you know, and <laughs> I could definitely it's hilarious. know a couple of people I know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so very, <laughs> very well. Um, and so uh, we are taking your calls tonight with uh, Michelle Fletcher. Uh, we got about currently uh, 23 people still on hold. Uh, so... Uh, Michelle also does private readings, uh, so if you uh, can't get on tonight, um, et cetera, et cetera, uh, you know, you can contact her on her Facebook uh, if you're wanting to not wait in line as well, uh, and that link is posted in the chat room as well as the show page. Uh, so with that, let's go to our second caller of the night, and that's going to be area code 520. Welcome to the Hello. show. Thank you for taking Hello. my call. This is Lisa. Hi, this is Lisa hi, calling Lisa. you from. Hi, hi from Tucson. Hi there. Hi. Hi. And do you have a question well, for was, Michelle tonight, Lisa? I do. I do. Do you see me and my boyfriend um, making a go of it, or are we just going to go our separate ways? Well, that's. Um, you know, if you ask me a question like that, I have to kind of dig into what's not working or why it's not working or the challenges that you're facing. Are you open to hearing some of that? Is um, he, yeah. Is he cheating? Okay. Uh, no. Um, I, I see the problem is um, the belief or the mistrust with that. And um, there is some anger that is being directed at him and also that anger is unresolved pain from previous relationships where they may have done that. Do you understand that, Lisa? You know, I'm I'm thinking about that somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. I do understand. Consider it. Yeah, go ahead and consider it. I mean it's always difficult for me if if I have to kind of bring in some shadow aspects that need be transformed it's always um difficult for me as a a therapist and an intuitive to to bring up the problem areas it always it comes from a place of love 
I want to ask you to ease up and take care of your inner self and not project some of this other stuff that has happened. And I'm not suggesting he's an angel at all because I see some stuff with him as well. And um, But you want to take the focus off of him and and focus more on inner work and some healing and some self um, love and caretaking for yourself. But um, the relationship, I don't see it ending, but I, but you just have to get through some of these struggles and that's really it. You know, Lisa, I actually feel if you ease up on him quite a bit, like I want to say 80%, Take the focus off of him and put the focus on helping yourself. He's going to be a lot, he's going to want to move closer with you. He's going to want to draw closer. Um, and I, I actually think he wants to move to this relationship even further. So it's, I don't pick up on what you're picking up on as far as infidelity or anything like that. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And you know that I know it, this is a different, very difficult area for you. And, um, you know, it's, it's, I don't want you to sabotage or, you know, um, hinder this relationship with these beliefs because we can do that. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And if it keeps going the way that it's going, then there is a possibility of a breakup. But but I don't see that. I, I see you um, easing up and loving him and, and choosing to trust because it is a choice. And it's going to come up again and again until it gets resolved within you. So that's what I have for you. I hope it was helpful. Very helpful. And Michelle, I did message you on Facebook. I haven't checked within the last couple of days. Um, um, if, are gotten... we friends on Facebook? Because Facebook will delete, or I can't get the message unless we're friends. So, Okay. Um, okay. I kept checking to see if I got a response every day I check. And then finally it occurred to me that I needed to send you a friend request, which I did. And then I, w- I haven't been able to check again if you got. Okay. It, it, if I had a response. I really apologize for I'm that. Just, um, send me another message and I'll look out for that. Okie dokie. That sounds great. I was asking for your rates and such. Oh, okay. Go ahead and send another message because I, I don't see it. Um, Facebook is changing all the time and I can't keep up. So I don't know why I can't see that message. And okay. then um, right. one last one last thing for you. One last thing as I let you go. Um, I know this is very silly and simple, but um, you need some vitamin C. You need to get some vitamins in you, particularly the orange kind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Thank you. All right. You have a good night, Lisa. All right. Thank you for calling in. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. All right. Good night. All right, great reading there, Michelle. You know, those relationships can always be really tough and complex, you know, and 
especially yeah. when I think they're the most difficult out of all relationship types, <sighs> yeah. actually. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And so you know, just so many different aspects and you know, uh you know, and so it's definitely uh but definitely uh very very good uh words and uh that you said there and so um so yes. So um uh, let's go ahead and bring on our next caller, uh, area code 347. 347, you're on the air. Hi, thank you Can for taking my call. This is, hey. Yes. Hi, my, name, my first name is Tanika, and I'm calling from Long Island, New York. Hi, Hello. Tanika. Hello, how are you doing tonight? Hi. Good. I love that name. Love that Thank name. you. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> my question is, Basically the same as the previous caller. Um, there's okay. someone that I was, there's someone that I was seeing. His name is Frank. Um, I have his date of birth and everything, and I'm not sure if we're over now or not, or if he's seeing other women. He actually has um, a friend named Michelle who's married mm-hmm. that he says is like a mm-hmm. who says he says is like a sister to him that he's been friends with like forever. But I'm not sure if they're just friends or not, or if he's seen other yeah, women, yeah. or if we're just What's over. What's two weeks? What what's the two weeks? I keep being shown two weeks. It's this has been between us like on and off for the past like two weeks. Like it's just I can't tell if we're still if we're over for the past two weeks. It's been rocky. Okay, that's um. So I have a loved one here telling me two weeks. Who's very um trying to help you in this situation. Now, um, have I spoken to you before? I'm not sure. Okay, because um, your voice is familiar and my energy is resonating with you as if um, I've spoken with you before. So the two weeks, um, what I'm being shown is this vision of you really struggling with, um, I don't know what to do. Do I just let him go? I don't like this avoidant behavior. I'm feeling left out. I'm feeling neglected um the uncertainty is starting to weigh on you and the advice that's coming from spirit world that's coming through me is is that you just need to have a heart to heart what are we doing here because i don't like the on and off again i have been feeling very insecure for the last two weeks and it's okay to be vulnerable and say look i don't know what we have here so do you think that you would be able to have that conversation with him? Um, I'm not sure if I could because I have tried. And, you know, he'll, like, be like, oh, I was busy. Or he'll be like, you know, he'll just make excuses. But he thinks he's not doing anything wrong. Or I think he thinks I don't know. No, he knows. He knows. He knows. He knows what he's doing. And he, he knows he's doing something wrong because I can feel his guilt. I can feel the guilt. And I'm not suggesting he's dating or seeing anybody else it's the guilt of being avoidant he knows he's being avoidant um so um i he has this i really want to love but i can't and those are very dangerous men to try to attach to okay so he does want to love but he has some blockages 
And so mm-hmm. I can't give you a yes or no answer here. I can't say, oh, yes, he's going to overcome this and it'll all work out. I, you know, I, I don't know. He needs to overcome the um, barrier he has. I can see his desire. The barrier is winning. Do you understand? Uh-huh. This girl seems like she has such a spot with him, his friend Michelle, and I feel like they're more than friends or that he's just maybe dealing with someone else now, you know? Like, do you see that? No, I, I don't see that. I just see he's distracted and avoidant. He's a, he's an un, he feels unavailable to me, which I have to question why, how are you attached emotionally, physically with someone who is not capable at this moment in this juncture in time of giving you what you need? So that's the question. That's what we need to ponder. That's what you need to be thinking about. How is it that I'm attached to someone that can't give me what I need? And when has this happened before? Why is this familiar? And we don't want it to keep happening. So my outlook, yeah, my outlook is not super optimistic. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, you're going to keep trying until you're just done trying, until you've had enough. I have. I just wanted to hear what you had to say, but I'm, I'm currently not trying anymore. Well, then it's time to um, the infamous yeah. door slam. So if you really are done trying, then it's, it's time to let him go. As hard as that is. And I, I know it's hard. Because he's and then we need to be careful. Well, he's not going to change unless he, he's just it's not ready. He's not, until the pain is so great, until he wakes up one day and realizes years have gone by and he's still not in a relationship that he desires until the pain is so bad. That's what will propel his change. I don't think he's there. What is the deal with him and this friend, Michelle? Friends. He's being, he's being truthful about that. But again, he, it's a distraction. He's, you know, doing, spending time with other people rather than giving you what you need which is unfair. You know, two yeah. weeks is a long time. That's a long time. When you're in a relationship, you don't go two weeks without seeing that person that you love. So, or, you know, reaching out or connecting in a significant way. Yeah. So I wish you, I wish you the best of luck that you've already made your choice. Yeah, I don't want to try it more. If he doesn't try, then I guess we'll be just dead, which is sad. But that's, and that's try. what I'm picking up on, Tanika, and we got to get to the next caller, but that's what I'm picking up in is there, there's no energy in here in this relationship. Where's the energy? Yeah. That's, well, so it's just coming from you. One, it's... Okay. Yes. So we we hope that helps you, and uh, we appreciate you calling in tonight. All right. Thank you. I'll call back just to ask about love in general sometime for me coming up. And so. Thank you. 
All right. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks Have for a good supporting night. Us and calling. Yes. Very good reading there, Michelle. You know, uh, communication and trust, you know, and relationships can definitely be, uh, you know, and not, you know, not everyone communicates in the same way too, which can be really uh, a challenge, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. not everyone responds to the same situation no. the exact same way, you know, and, uh, and so it can really be, really be a challenge if it's, you know, two different views and, you know, and like you were saying, you know, if, you know, barriers, you know, if, you know, someone has barriers, yeah. you know, preventing them. Yeah. You know, he, finding... I mean, the sad thing is, is I was very tuned in to his desire, but unfortunately that's not enough. Right. You know, right. And so, so yes. Uh well, uh Michelle, before we take a quick break, uh would you let the listeners know how they could get a hold of you? Sure, they can call uh message me on Facebook and make sure to friend request me first because as I'm discovering I'm not getting messages unless I think um Facebook is filtering them. Send me a friend request and um and then message me and then I will I usually try to respond within 24 hours. Alrighty, sounds good. Thank you, Michelle. And uh, we will be right back here on Journey into the Light Radio, continuing to take your calls. Uh, the number again to call in is 
welcome back to Journey into Light Radio. We are very happy that you are with us tonight. And thank you for the continued support of uh, our show. And uh, we are live tonight with Medium Michelle Fletcher in the middle of taking uh, free medium psychic mediumship readings. Uh, So that number again to call in is 929-477-1684. And if you would like a reading and rather, uh, instead of listening, uh, please press the one on your phone so it will show uh, that you are wanting to do so on my switchboard. Uh, so let's go ahead and bring on back on my guest. Uh, welcome back, Michelle. Hi there. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Very good. Great. And so, um, so, uh, and... Let's go ahead and return back to the switchboard, and we're going to go to area code 360. 360, welcome to the show. Can we get your first name and where you're calling from? I'm Linda, and I'm from Vancouver, Washington. Hello, Linda. How are you doing tonight? Good. How are you guys doing? I'm so excited. I'm a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doing well. I'm excited Good. to talk to you too, but I can't hear you very well. You can't. Do I need to talk louder? Uh, Nick, can uh, you hear me? I think. I think Should I pick out my ears? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Are you on speaker by chance? No, I'm on my. Better. I took out my mm-hmm. earphones. So yeah, I, that's I'm okay. That's better. Now. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Welcome to the show. And Thank did you, you have a question for Michelle tonight? Well, yes, I was trying to decide which one because I had two in mind, but I didn't know. Do you um, deal with uh, spirit guides? Yes. Um, generally, okay. loved loved ones will come through, um, but spirit guides, too, will come through. Oh, okay. I mean, I can because, just take a peek. Okay, because uh, the thing is, the people that are on the other side are my, a lot of my biological family, and I don't know any of them. I only met my mother mm-hmm. once, and then I do have friends okay. that have passed. So I'm okay. just saying, whoever wants a lot to. Of, a lot of the whoever wants to. Okay, I've got a few here. Um, oh. Let me see. Um, I first of all, I didn't hear your first name. What is your first Linda? Name? Linda. Linda. Um, there, so I don't know who's speaking to me. I get the sense of a female. I know that she was sick because she's wearing a hospital gown and she definitely feels more friend-like to me that as opposed to, um, any family members and I being told something about a relationship and she's saying a match made in heaven. Um, I can't tell if this is present or future I feel like future um, how much of this do you understand so far well it sounds like it could be my friend that passed my my friend um, okay. this. and it's funny because okay. that, that was the second question was about a relationship <laughs> That's so she's already like, oh. answered that is so that just made my night I just love oh, that good. because she's already well, just made she's already answered your question. <laughs> I know. 
and it made my night because um, I'm 62, okay, so I, which I don't even feel it. It's crazy. But I was thinking, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I would, wasn't going to ask that question because I always said I would never ask that question about a relationship. But so see, yeah. my friend answered it. So that's awesome. Yeah, and and she, um, I, I absolutely feel like the two of you talked about relationships many times. Which is why yes. she would be the one showing up here talking. She's not going to stop talking about relationships just because she's on the other side. So it's just like a continuation. You're still in a relationship. You still have her friendship and she still has your back. And so she's oh, the one awesome. helping you along. She's the one helping you along with the relationship. And I feel like this is sooner rather than later. I definitely way before a year is out that this is going to come into your life. And she, the first thing she said was match made in heaven. And, mm. um, but I wanted to talk to you about, there's um, kind of a, a no go in the marriage department. Do you understand that? Or there's some feelings around, no, I, I really want a life partner, but I'm not, I don't really want to take that step. Do you understand? For me? Yeah. 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 And that's I've perfectly never been married, fine. Yes. Okay. Okay. And that, and that's, that's perfectly fine. She's not. You know, she's she's just again validating that it is her because you guys have talked about this. So, and she's telling me that that this is an area where you're you're not really want to go in your life, and the, and that the, and be okay with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But your life partner is is going to come. So, um, oh wow, it seems like sooner rather than later to me. Um, one second here. I really like her. She's. Really loving oh, and sweet, um, and she's she has she's a bundle of energy. She just has a ton of energy. She is your biggest supporter on the other side. So I know you want to talk to a spirit guide, but she's it. So a lot of times when our friends or loved ones pass, they they take on that role. But we do also have spirit guides. But she's she's your number one supporter. She is there for you um, through thick and thin. Yes, she she was. Yeah. Yes. That's so cool. That's is there cool. someone you. that's oh. someone that's gonna have a baby in in your circle of friends or who who is going to have a child, do you know? Just well, mentioning that. Well, oh well the, well uh, she would have known her. Um my our friend Amanda, well she's a young friend. Um her son just had his wife they just that's had a baby. It. That's yeah. it. So she's yeah. she's letting letting you know mm-hmm. that she's watching out and she's sending her love to them. That's so cool oh. because the girl that the now who's a grandma but she's she's she was 18 years old when I met her and I did daycare and so I took care of mm-hmm. her son who's now a dad and it's so and yeah and the the I don't know if she can tell you her name but it's it it should be Nikki is is the name that should come up if she does tell you but that's who it would be she would she knows the girl who just yeah had the baby yeah will you oh let her know that she was mentioned and that she knows about the baby she's super, i will you know, happy. okay and it's so fun i just we just talked about nikki tonight because we were oh, talking about how that's... long <laughs> oh my gosh she's gonna she's gonna be thrilled thank you michelle so yeah, much so your friend your friend was um 
listening in on the, that conversation. And then I have a name for you, and then I'm going to let you go because we got to get to the next caller. Okay. Do you understand Kathy? Kathy, the name Kathy. Kathy, Kathy, Kathy. Um, not at the top of my. Yeah, no, not, not really. Okay. Well, I'm going to your. I'm moving into your biological family that you don't know with that name, Kathy. Okay. This isn't yeah. Your, so it's something to think okay. about. I and will. even though you didn't yeah. know them, even though you didn't know them or know them while they love you. So they, they want oh. you to know that. Oh, good. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Appreciate You're welcome. That. Well, thank, thank you, you for, for calling, calling in. in tonight. Yes. Okay. All well, right. you guys take care. All right. Okay, Have bye-bye. a good night, Linda. Thank you. All right. Great reading there, Michelle. Um, thank you. Very, uh, I mean, bunch of, bunch of validations and bunch of points. Uh, you know, would yeah. would you say mo- would you say most people do have like you know a life partner, soulmate, uh, on the earth, or does it kind of depend on various stuff? That's a that is a I could talk for hours on that. <laughs> like, <I'm more> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, the, well, like, I could go know, so many directions. Right. I'm trying uh, to focus know, well, on I mean, one like, direction here. Because then we right, get into yeah. a discussion about soulmates and twin flames and, and all oh, of that. Right. <laughs> I I think that yeah. we do go through a series of relationships who are you know end badly, but they are still soulmates and they are still teachers and they're still very important right. people in your life. And then and then you have the one twin flame, which I'm in a twin flame relationship, and that relationship, the twin flame relationship, is. Um, the you know a step before total like enlightenment and shedding of the old so you pretty much bear everything in front of your twin flame they know you inside and out you know them inside and out nothing gets past right. each other so you're just right. laying it all out there right. <laughs> very very hard relationship and so the reason i bring that up is because you go through these soulmate relationships or um and that's all to pre- prepare you for this, the ultimate relationship. Had you not gone through those sour relationships, you would not succeed in a twin flame relationship. So that right. that's it in a nutshell. And so, yes, very, very well said. Um, and so uh, let's go ahead and go to our next caller, uh, area code 610. You're on the air. Can we get your first name and where you're calling from, please? Hey, it's another Linda. Um, I'm from Pennsylvania. Hey, Linda. Hey, Linda. How are you doing tonight? Wonderful, wonderful. Thanks. And do you have I'm a question for Michelle tonight? Michelle, can you see um anything like are you able to see someone in a previous life? If I I have a previous life question. Sure. Oh, um, just. You know, can you just point out anything inspirational um, uh, from my previous life? Um, Okay. Well, um, generally, I'm not going straight there. I think what would be helpful for me to be able to tune into that is um, talk about a talent that you have or talk about a current struggle that you have and I can go back and 
find out where that came from. Oh, really? You can do that? Yep. Oh. Um, hmm. How about... Oh, I don't know. Um, do I want to speak of talents or struggles? Um, how about just karma-wise, you know? What good karma did I collect? Oh, yeah, that really triggered a vision. And the vision is the good karma is that you dedicated your life. And I already know your reaction to this isn't going to be positive because you have a disdain for some of this currently in this life. Um, But you were in service in a religion um, as a nun. And somehow this won't resonate with you is what I'm feeling um, but there was some things that happened in that life, which is why you um, deter away from that in this current life. How does any of this make sense so far? Um, uh, do you know why I would steer clear of it this life, though? Like, it, it, was it a bad experience or something? Yeah, yeah, it was traumatic experience. It was a bad experience. It has something to do with, um, oh, I just got chills. Um, I can't really pin, I, 1300 AD is the year I'm going to. It has something to do with um, guarding um, um, scripture or guarding important knowledge that needed to stay on the earth, and it was destroyed, and you felt as a failure. Um, you felt that you failed. And then, so therefore that anger of failing went toward, you know, the higher being, God, if you want to call it, this is your thinking in that life. And so now some of that karma lingers into this current life and is here to be resolved. Well, do you mean the anger went to God, like, did God get angry or you no 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 you your thoughts and feelings towards the fact that you weren't able to protect these um religious scriptures or um it wasn't even it was just important knowledge that should have stayed on the earth that they were destroyed and you felt as a failure and then you're, then there was a blaming a blame like I I wasn't protected this knowledge wasn't protected so there's a sense of failure I see. Um, What resonates with me about the nun thing is that um, I've been a vegan this life, most of my life, and um, I'm Uh, in some sort of... I'm sorry, you were a beacon? Is that what you said? Yeah, meaning I don't eat meat and that sort of dairy, eggs, milk. Um, Anyway, um, I also belong to this meditation organization, that's kind of really spiritual and really out there, really um, amazing miracles in the what the master can do. Wow. And I even got mm-hmm. saved by him. And um, I'm also starting to become more and more like psychic and spiritual. So I guess that's what resonates me when I think of me being a nun in a previous life. Okay. Well, it's definitely, um, you know, it's definitely something to think about and ponder and, you know, maybe you could even re-listen to this. It's all this is recorded, so you could go back and listen to the show and um, 
and take in more or, or try to make it fit and find out where it fits. So, but yeah. Um, Sorry, yes. Okay. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Uh, I appreciate your uh, help. Thank you. Well, thanks for calling all in. All right. Thank you. Have a good night, all right? All right. All right. Bye-bye. All righty. Great reading there, Michelle. And we will be back right here on Journey into the Light uh, in just a couple of minutes. This is my love song to you. Let every woman know I'm yours. So you can fall asleep each night, babe. And know I'm dreaming of you more. You're always hoping that we make it. You've always want to keep my gaze But you're the only one I see And that's the one thing that won't change I will never stop trying I will never stop watching as you leave I will never stop losing my breath Every time I see you looking back at me And I will never stop holding your hand I will never stop opening your door I will never stop choosing you, babe I will never get used to you And with this love song to you It's not a momentary fate You are my life, I don't deserve you But you love me just the same myself and so 
I know everyone out there uh, thanks you as well as myself for being on uh, here every Sunday and taking your time out of the week to do this. And so um, so before we go, uh, would you go ahead and let the listeners uh, know one more time how they can uh, get a hold of you? Sure. Yep, they can um, friend request me on Facebook and then message me if you would like a reading. Um, I I do provide one-hour sessions, and um, I'd be happy to hear from you. That's it. So, all right. Well, thank you again, Michelle, and we are looking forward to next Sunday. And we hope you have a good week and stay warm in those freezing temps. <laughs> thank you. I will. Okay, good night. <laughs> all right. Good night. All right, and to everyone that couldn't get on tonight, uh, we apologize. The phone lines always do stack up very, very early, about 20, 25 minutes before the show. Uh, So please call in early next week if you couldn't get on, or if you'd like to contact Michelle, as she was saying, for a private reading. Uh, Her links are on there as well. So have a good night, everyone, and we will see you next week.
Because of what you've done 